welcome to the Morning Sanity Check, where we talk about the different pillars of resilience, spiritual, physical, social, and mental. Join us so we can talk about it, then be about it. Let the show begin. Good morning, good morning, good morning, everybody. Welcome to another Sanity Check. My name is Seth. And I'm Camille. Hey, and look, y'all, we are here to make sure everything is good to go with you in your family. All right, all right. So, hey, disregard my background. Um, I'm not in my office this weekend. I'm taking care of some uh, some uh, uh, birthday shenanigans, if you will. You're right. Different state and different things. But um, mm-hmm. more into that a little later. Camille, how you feeling? How's that net going? It's getting better every day, every every day. So you know, still it's a healing process. You know, it's a lengthy process, but uh, I can't complain. So right yeah. on, right on. Yeah. That's good. That's good. Well, it's good to see you. And look, good morning, everyone. So good, mo- good morning, ma'am. Good morning. Let us know where you are. Let us know that you are watching and you're tuned in to the Sanity Check. This is going to be a great, great show. But before we go into that, ladies and gentlemen, like I uh, said just briefly, that it is, in fact, um, my uh, rotation around this world. And um, individuals like to utilize um, the, hey, it's my birthday, going to deposit something in my cash app type thing, right? And honestly, if it wasn't because, if it wasn't for loving friends, family, and supporters like you, then uh, I have everything that I would ever want, right? So I'm good. I'm, I'm, I'm happy to say that I'm okay, right? Thank you. Thank you. But however, not everyone is okay. And what I mean by that is if you guys, ladies and family, remember the village, they were, it's an incentive in St. Louis. Those individuals actually help young men uh, mentor, right? They, they, they mentor young men in the community in St. Louis. And actually what they're doing and what we're doing for the Lions Pride Network is we have an incentive where we're helping them to get board games for the young men and their families because not everybody is moving like that due to COVID, right? So if you guys do have uh, feel the need and want to give from the Lions Pride Network, from Sanity Check, or anywhere else, you can cash up Lions Cast, but make sure you put in there the village, right? If not, uh, hey, I'm, I'm, I'm going to get another tattoo or something, right? <laughs> so look, make sure you do give, but no, it's, it's for a great cause. And so at the end of May, I'm going to take those uh, take those donations and our uh, team going to get a whole bunch of games board games for the kids and so they can learn how to play uh monopoly and a little bit of bid whist you understand <laughs> it's some space <laughs> but anyway but yeah so yeah if you guys do if you do have a field of need please give and uh we will keep you all updated and we give you a shout out like you camille thank you for uh donating right we do appreciate yeah. that appreciate you know support goes both ways you know and and we're here together so uh, it wouldn't be right if i didn't support you know you you've supported me in so many ways and i just appreciate it but i'm not gonna let you just you know skip over your birthday like that you know i know you you love to give and you are you know always looking out for the next man but take a moment i know you're out there in florida having fun but take a moment to celebrate Mm -hmm. your birthday so for on behalf of all of our sanity check 
family. Happy birthday to you. Oh, my goodness. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday, dear Sam. Happy birthday to you. Hey, hey, I heard that little run. I heard that. I heard that. Look, y'all. You a whole mess. Thank y'all. Look, I do appreciate it. But ladies and gentlemen and family, look, we're here today to talk about personal development. Do you need it? Yes, you need it. Yeah, understand. Understand this is a part of life. So just give you a little bit about it, right? So personal development, like we said, is a is a lifelong process, right? So it's the way uh, for people to assess their skills, your skills and qualities, and consider their aims and the directions in life and set goals. Right, you have to set goals and to maximize your potential. Yes. You see what I mean? And this is a way to enhance your quality of life and 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 the realization of your dreams and aspirations. And that's how it's so important. But it's an everyday process. It's nothing you can Google and get right in the next five minutes. You dig? Mm-hmm. It's an everyday thing. What you think, Camille? Absolutely. Personal development is a journey. It's a um, lifelong process. As we grow, we have to uh, increase the um, amount, the type, the the form of personal development that we engage in. I'm always, y'all, when I say always, I'm always learning something, <laughs> all right? Because the more that um, I delve into personal development, the more I become self-aware, uh, the more I understand who I am, you know, what I need. We figure out what our high high points are. We figure out what our low points are, areas that we can improve, um, you know, and it helps us to really, to really take that capitalize on who we are, you know? And so a lot of people, I don't know if I should say, anyway, I met someone recently who said, no, you know, no, no. <laughs> I was going to say, I met someone recently um, and it was just like, you know, who, what do you like to do? I don't know. Well, do you have any hobbies? No, I don't have anything. Like, is there something that you're good at? Don't really know. Well, do you want, is there anything you want to be when you grow up? I I never thought about it. Mm. And so, um, you know, I'm going to take this young person on a self uh, development, you know, personal development journey so that they don't waste their life. Mm-hmm. trying to figure out, you know, especially when you already start having kids and stuff, but, you know, trying to figure out who they are. And that's, that's what we should do because as we go on our personal development journeys, we should find those people who need it as well and bring them along. But uh, it really is a a, a journey of self-discovery, yes. you know, of, of who you really are. And when you know who you are, you know what, you can operate much better than you ever would if you're still trying to figure it out in the midst of a job, you know? Absolutely. So. Absolutely. So, so ladies and gentlemen and family, so we're going to talk about that and how important it is. And starting off first, with you. So before we go into it, make sure you share this, share this, share this, because you never know who you are going to help just by sharing something on your page right on. So first thing is what? Get along with yourself first. <laughs> okay. Understand what that means. So when we talk about get along with yourself, get along with yourself is a precursor to getting along with other people. People, I don't have my ding over here, but you can't get along with everybody, anybody, if you can't get along with this one here. You understand? So you must learn to appreciate and accept your skills, experiences, your own philosophies, aspirations, and limitations too. 
You get what I mean? Even look, you got to understand what you can't do, right? First, and be okay with it. And so, but this is a it's like a healthy focus, right? And 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 it helps you to be a little bit more grounded in setting your 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 goals, right? It it helps you to not just be grounded, like I said, to setting your goals, but it helps you to be a little bit more charismatic because you know you a little bit better, right? And you walk with a different, um, I guess, an aura of confidence, if that makes sense. What you think? Absolutely. You know, I think we said it on here before, the longest relationship you'll ever have is with yourself. So you better start liking, loving and getting along with yourself, you know, <laughs> getting to know yourself. That's that's a Camilleism. But, um, you know, a lot of people don't. They just don't know who they are. And so when they don't know who they are, they do have a problem. Um, engaging with other people is harder for them to take criticism because they think that someone is attacking them. And then they also have a harder time articulating, you know, here are my strengths, here are my weaknesses. You know, I know I need to work on this area. Um, and then they have a harder time finding those things because if you don't know who you are, you really don't know what you need, you know, what you need to grow, what you need to, um, you know, uh, progress and wherever you are. So it is one of those that you have to get along with yourself. You have to know who you are. Um, and you always hear the, the cliche, you know, um, if you don't know who you are, then people will tell you, you know, or you'll try to be what everybody else tells you that they think you should be and wonder why we have so much inner, you know, conflict because there's something on the inside saying, ah, oh, this ain't really me, but you haven't quite taken the time to figure that out. And it takes time and it's intentional. It's personal personal development is intentional. Getting to know yourself is intentional. Yes, pray as well, but it is intentional. Um, and you have to ask for that too, some guidance and some direction when you when you you're going on this journey because um it's hard. It's hard to know what you don't know. Yeah. So Seth, I don't know if something just happened there. Anyway, so we're just going to go ahead and uh, keep going. So, um, you know, why else is personal development important for you? It gives you clarity. Like I said, it helps you to understand, especially when you're in jobs and stuff like that, you know, what your leadership styles are, your behavioral styles, those people that, you know, come and when they say something to you, it is so, I mean, you know, when you don't know, it's easy to just kind of, uh, pop off or do something like that. But when you know yourself, you'd be like, oh, no, you're not going to get me to go there. Uh -uh. You're not going to take me out of my character. You know, I used to say all the time, I had that girl and sometimes I would be in meetings, you know, and um, somebody would say something and everything in me wanted to rise up. And I said, I'm not that girl anymore. I know who I am. So let me go on and put that girl back in my pocket because <laughs> y'all not going to get me out of character today, out of pocket today. It's not going to happen. It's not going to happen. I'm not going to allow it to happen. Um, and so, you know, you have to continually um, try to do things to understand. There's so many ways uh, that that can happen, but you have to continually search for those ways uh, so that you can, um, you know, you know, when people say stuff or whatever, you can kind of control that, you know, how you respond and not react, but how you respond to those, um, those, uh, you know, instances or people or whatever the case may be. So getting to know yourself on any type of level, getting to know yourself, um, you know, what really makes you tick is so, so, so important. 
and then learning how you communicate. You know, the way that you communicate is huge too. Um, you know, I was having a conversation the other day too. Um, I used to get all riled up, stressed out and everything like that. But the more I became self-aware, the more I became, um, you know, went on this personal journey, uh, development journey, there's so many things that I learned. Again, I keep saying this power of choice because it really is powerful. I can choose how I respond to things. I can choose um, my level of intensity. I can choose to walk away from certain things um, knowing that, you know what, that's just not where I want to go right now. You know, I, I'm not going to stress myself out, out over something that in the big scheme of things, it doesn't matter, you know, and I have to protect my peace in that. And uh, knowing yourself helps you to do that, but it also helps you to articulate that again to other people so that they can understand um, where you're going, you know, uh, through. And then you can help people bring them along too. You know, I always try to try to use some moments as a teaching. Uh, people act at their level of awareness, you know, and uh, some people have not gotten certain um, exposed to certain principles or ideas and stuff. And so I always try to use that and I always try to teach somebody else, even as I'm just having a regular conversation, you know, with somebody. Um, here are the things that I use. You know, have you done this? Have you thought about it this way? Now, everybody ain't going to do it. You know, everybody's not going to agree with you. You know, they're going to, I know who I am. But the, the real thing is, statistically, they say that about, I think it says 85% of people believe that they're self-aware. But when there's tests and all these kind of stuff, the reality is that only 15% of people really, really, really are self-aware. And at 15%, and, you know, that's kind of that, that gap between, you know, what you think you are and what you really are, <laughs> you know, and until you start going through the process, um, you really don't understand that. It's a lot of people who think they know who they are, but they don't. And then the moment somebody says something about them or says what they can't do, then, you know, they feel some type of way because they'd be like, well, this person says something about me, whatever, blah, blah, blah. but if you really knew who you are, that really wouldn't matter. It wouldn't bother you as much. People can say what they want to say, but I know who I am. You know, I know what I do. I know the capabilities that I have. All of them, all those things I just said, you know, have room for improvement, but I know who I am. But I probably ain't going to say that I'm at that 85% that I'm completely self-aware because I feel like there's always room to grow. There's always room to continue to, to move forward, to, to find more about you. And as you grow, what you used to know about yourself may not be applicable anymore. You know what I mean? So you have to continue to um, grow according to your maturity or growing, grow according to the knowledge that you've gained. Oh, he's back. Gracious, y'all, what's going on? Sorry about that. Y'all yeah, see look. how he set me up like that? Hey. He was going and boom, just disappeared. Houdini. Didn't do it on purpose. Good morning, everybody. Listen, sometimes when you go to different parts of life and stages, yeah. certain things happen, but you got to happen with it. You dig? But anyway, yeah. what were you talking about, Camille? So I was... <laughs> 
<laughs> I was just talking about, you know, kind of that level of awareness. So I think it was, um, if I remember right, the Howard uh, Business School mm -hmm. um, did a study about self-awareness, you know, getting to know yourself. So you talk to the majority of people, they say 85% of people thought that they were self-aware. You know, they scored themselves high, they know who they are. But then after going through, you know, tests and all this kind of stuff, in reality, only 15% of people really know who they are, are really self-aware. And that's the gap between actually knowing who you are, what you think, you know, you know what I mean? And what you actually are. Mm -hmm. um, and I was just saying how that kind of derails people because they'll be like, this person says something and, you know, get all filled. But if you know who you are, you know, that's not who you who you are. Then you're like, they can say what they want, but I know who I am, you know? Yeah, yeah absolutely. Not who, that's not me. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's not me. And you know what? We have to be aware of individuals that try to come to us alike. We are that person from last year. You get what I mean? So absolutely. no, listen, look, it, I know who I am today. I also <laughs> knew who I, who I was yesterday. You see, and that's extremely important. And that's a good uh, segue to this next way to improve your your uh, uh, personal development is let go of yes. past. Ladies and gentlemen, do you guys know what that truly, truly means? It doesn't mean forgetting. You understand? It doesn't mean forgetting. It just means to let go of it because it can hold on to you. It can hold on to you or, or you can hold on to it right on. So be cognizant of that. But uh, so we're going to talk about that real quick. All right. Letting go of the past. So when you're letting go of the past, ladies and gentlemen, what, what that actually mean is one of the biggest hindrance in our personal growth is holding on to something that's not holding on to us. <laughs> you get what I mean? So in order to be happy in the true sense of the term, it's very, very, very important to be present right to be aware and to be in the present so you must learn to release the ghost of the past and clear the skeletons out your closet you understand what i'm saying <laughs> you got to do it you got to do it you have to let go of that past you have to let go of the past it's so important you know um i had a recent uh, uh, conversation with my father, as a matter of fact, my biological father. Those of you that don't know, my father is from uh, Ghana, all right? And we had a conversation about, you know, just our relationship and how important it is. So the, the, the relationship that we have had in the past or, or the relationship that we did not have in the past have created the relationship that we have today. So I had to explain to him, you're right, man to man, hey, listen, I have let go of the past, right? But I did not forget and I won't forget because I have a responsibility to my children to be a to be a different example, but I need to see and to remember <laughs> certain things yeah. so that I don't revert or to, I guess, uh, I in a way, recreate the history, the past. You repeat know? that, yeah. You can't repeat it. What you think about that, Camille? Uh, that's so true. And I always say, you know, it, it, you really, <laughs> at some point, you know, you want, I always tell people, you can't hold me prisoner to my past. You know, mm -hmm. I'm not who I was 
yesterday. You know, mm-hmm. we grow and that's just the cycle of life. People grow, you make mistakes, you learn. You know, some people try to make them right. Some people don't. Some, some people just wallow in it. But I, I just can't let the hurt of my past impede on the potential of my future. Mm-hmm. You know, I like you said, I know what happened. You know, but it's a choice. It's a personal choice. And as, as I've been growing and going on this self-development, you know, personal development uh, journey, I have really, really, really began to understand the power of choice. And that's even over your emotions, you know, because somebody hurts you. The thing about it is what's done is done. You know, I think I posted something uh, recently and it said uh, one of my mentors, he said, um, what is has a life. What was is history. So every time we say is, 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 oh, that's this and he's this, but, you know, you continue to give that negative thing life. That's right. You know, it was this way. This is what happened. You know, this is how it was. It becomes a history. There's a psychological connection to that. You know, Mm -hmm. that life that you give things, you operate in that. You mm-hmm. continue to your behavior, it drives your behavior. That subconscious, I did a thing, you know, about the silent and call it the silent conductor. Mm-hmm. You know, those things that you still allow to live in your subconscious really drive your behavior. Mm-hmm. And not letting go of the past can totally derail you from everything good that could be coming your way because right. you're letting that that negative seed continue to affect your decision making, continue to affect your communication, continue to affect your relationships. So you have to really identify that. And it takes that, you know, self-development. What I mean is like those intentional steps to uncover those things, who you are, past hurts and everything like that, so that you can have a better future, a a lighter future, a happier future. Yeah, it hurt, but it still doesn't have to hurt. It doesn't have to hurt. It hurt then, you know, that thing didn't happen. And and the relationships may have been ruined, you know, but we still have really control over how we feel about that and I just it's just been this crazy kind of aha thing for me over the last couple couple of years and um my I don't react the way that I used to I really respond I choose I'm just not gonna go there today okay. <laughs> I, don't, I don't have time I don't have the energy I'm just not you know or somebody's all I, I, I'm not going there I'm not that intensity it ain't for me get my blood pressure up make me feel all you know whatever I'm messing up my heart systems and my cardiovascular system I'm not doing it you're right and it's important too because you know if if you're not cognizant of how you feel when you don't let go of things you keep falling into that rut and you're you're focused on the isolated incident but it's related to something else and so it's our responsibility to let go of those things and also with that we have to be what more proactive you understand in, in, in improving our lives and improving our whole personal development so family what does that mean we're going to talk about this uh, we're going to talk about this in a minute, right? Because I want to make sure we take some time for our sponsors, but I want you guys to really think about what your personal development means and what does being more proactive mean to you? Because we can subscribe to so many different um, self-help books, uh, self-help seminars and and, and coaches and, and things of that nature. But when you don't, apply those things yes what 
is going on? Like, what are you doing? Like, are you really, really, really do anything with that? But we're going to talk about that here in a minute. Okay. So make sure you stand by, stay tuned, and we will be back real, real soon. Right on. Later. Integrity Consulting and Professional Services LLC is a minority, female owned, nonprofit management consulting agency located in Humble, Texas, north of Houston. The owner, Jackie Dozier, has over 36 years of nonprofit and for profit business management experience. She can take your idea from thought to manifestation while offering a myriad of services to help you successfully manage your business along the way. Her services include state filing anywhere in the United States, getting your employee identification number and 501c3 tax determination, providing cooperative and service agreements and mandatory documents, one-on-one -on -one grant writing training and consultation, board and staff development, and more. Ms. Dozier's clients include the U.S. Departments of Health and Human Services, the Administration of Children and Youth, U.S. and Caddo Parish, Louisiana Departments of Education, and the list goes on. References are available. Check her out on our Facebook page, Integrity Consulting and Professional Services, LLC, and contact her by email at integrityconsultingpsllc at gmail.com. Rates are competitive. Say you heard about her on Sanity Check for a 5% discount. ICPS, providing all of your small business and grant writing needs with integrity and professionalism. All right, all right. Good morning, good morning, everybody. If you just tune in, just tuning in, we're talking about personal development and do you need it? Yes, you need it. We all do. But before we go into that, though, I do want to let everyone know if you're just tuning in that we are having an incentive to give board games to the village, right? And if you want to donate, look below, or if you're listening, the Cash App is Lions Cast and put in the message the village, right? And those proceeds are going to go to providing board games, cards, Uno, right? I mean, in the real Uno, not the, the thing, you know, they, they got different Unos, you right? Like, yeah, yeah, like like uh, uh, Uno Maximus or whatever the case is, right? We, we, we go hook them up, right? But anyway, you guys want to give is dollar sign Lions Cast, okay? And we're going to do an that. S. Lions with an Lions. S. Yes, don't forget the S. Yeah. Right. It's not just one lion. It's all of it. <laughs> but um, yeah, so it's going to go on for the rest of this month into the end of May. OK, so but we're talking about personal development and what was just going into is being more proactive. All right. In that. Now, what does that mean? Right. So individuals that uh, embody those traits, they're people that don't consider themselves to be victims of external conditions you understand like it's it's not people it's more like okay what do i need to do another thing is they don't allow uh they don't allow others to determine their fate you understand what individuals say about you is their problem what they think about you is their problem but what you digest look 
if someone pours something in your cup and you look at it, you don't agree with it, but you still sip it, who's the fool? You understand? But and they also they also take ownership of the responsibilities for the results they get. Wait, where's my ding ding? Look, I don't Personal know responsibility. You have to take ownership of it. So anything that we have, ladies and gentlemen, and family, or don't have, it's us. It's our responsibility to change. Don't get me wrong. We have external influences, right? But ultimately, we have to be able to look at ourselves and say, you know what? Ah, there's some things I didn't damn do right, okay? There's some things that I didn't do quite right and that I could tweak a little bit better. So we have to be more proactive. Yes. How Elroy says, um, Elrod says, um, the quote says something like, um, every time we um, don't develop ourselves or don't um, embark on this personal or uh, uh, personal development journey, um, we invite struggle into our lives. Yes. And mm-hmm. it goes along with what you what you just said, you know, like you know, we'll be struggling, you know, but because we haven't understood how we contributed to whatever that is. When you go on those uh, journey, this personal development journey, um, you can figure out what choices you're making in your own life yes. that are hindering you from having the things that you want, need, you know, desire. And um we talked about it in the very beginning, but, you know, personal development really is casting that vision for your life, right? Yeah. It's casting your vision. So along that journey, you have to figure out what other influences or what images are playing in the background that are getting in the way or clouding your vision for yourself. Mm-hmm. So that's very, very important uh, when we go on this, that you have to absolutely have to um, take the time to look at yourself and say, how am I contributing? Is mm-hmm. my past getting into the way? Is there something that I have to resolve? You know, taking personal responsibility for your choice to do something or not to do something. But yeah. every time you refuse to go on this personal development journey, you really are inviting struggle into your life. Absolutely. You know? And it's because you're not learning how to deal with it. You're not getting... Um, you know, a higher level of awareness that may tell you that you don't have to struggle so much, you know, you got choices, you got options. You know, I read something uh, this week and it was so pertinent to what we're talking about today. (laughs) And what they said was, you know, on the road of life, right? If we're in our quote unquote car and we're going down the highway, we will hit well, certain things will hit our windshield like little bugs, okay? Mm-hmm. We will have uh, others' um, opinions. Mm-hmm. We will have doubt. We will have uh, issues, whatever the case it is, okay? And sometimes those are things that are on our windshield will uh, prevent us from seeing our destination, ladies and gentlemen. And sometimes we have to take time Hit that windshield, bow, 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 bow. You know what I'm saying? You know, clean it off. But you got to understand, there's some things that's deeper than just a little spritz on the on the on on the windshield, and it just come right off. Sometimes we have to pull over, take a break, scrub that joint on off. And sometimes that scrubbing is considered, um, you know, getting some real deep counseling. Mm-hmm. If you 
understand um, getting a real uh, uh, a realization of where you are currently. You have to stop. You have to get off that road for a minute. You don't have to change directions. You don't have to uh, uh, just say, all right, forget it. Just get off the road and just camp wherever you're at. You hold on, pull over for a second, clear the stuff out of your vision, out of your way. So then you can move forward. You understand? And then you wonder why you're missing. Watch this. You're missing certain signs while you're on that road because you got something here in, in your peripheral. You see what I'm saying? You can't see, right? But see, it's like those folks that's on the road when it snows, right? Shout out to those that, that, that be riding in the snow, right? And then all they do is boop, put a little hole right where they driving that. They just they drive it with one eye. You fool. Do you understand? You got this big old windshield for, for a reason. You understand? So take the time, scrape them joints on off so you can see clearly. And if it's time for you to pull over, do that. Hey, and watch this. You don't have to tell folks what you got to do for you. You did? Who do you call just in case, you know, if your car dirty, do you call everybody and say, hey, I'm about to go wash my car. I, I can't see right out my windshield. No, clean your car. Who car is it? Exactly. Come here, what you think about Who baggage is in there? Um, that's true. You know, we do have to pull over. Um, that's why there's a, a separation, I think, of, of successful people. There, there literally is. You know, you have the top 1% or the top 10% or the top whatever, and then you have like the bottom 80. You know, those are the people who want to take the easy road in life. They just want to uh, do what, okay, well, this person just told me to do this or this person just told me to do that. And, you know, they don't want to push themselves out of that that box or whatever is keeping them. Those fears that we have that are interfering with our ability to go to the next level. I have them. Yeah, We all have them. I'm working on mine, though. You know, because I know that where I'm at right now is not where I want to be. <laughs> you know, like you said, we we can look back and see who we were and we can see who we are right now. But I also can see who I want to be in the future. And yeah. I, I keep working towards becoming her. You know, mm -hmm. I love that's why I love Michelle Obama's book called Becoming. Mm -hmm. You know, it, it's, it's, a, it's a journey. I am not who I'm going to be at the end of my life. There you go. That's just not going to happen. But mm -hmm. if I don't pull over sometimes, if I don't slow down, if I don't stop, clean that windshield, you know, and get clarity in my life about exactly what I want to do. We were talking about, I was in a group today and we were this morning, we were talking about plans, you know, planning. You always have to plan to do something. I said something before, if the plan don't work, you know, don't adjust the goal, you adjust the plan. Right. You have to be flexible in that because sometimes, and I, you know, for those of y'all, you know, I'm a faith woman of faith, you know, I have a plan for myself, but God always ha also has a plan for me. That's right. And I keep doing stuff in line with where I think I should go. And sometimes there'll be an opportunity that I didn't see coming that, you know, is right in line. And I'm like, what? okay, well now what do I do with this? You know, and then I have to stop and think about it. How do I use this? Does it complement what I have? And how is that going to move me to the next level? Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? And if we have those those bugs all over and the dirt all over, sometimes we miss those opportunities. We mm -hmm. miss that exit sign where we should have went this way, you know, or that directional sign that said, no, you know, you're on the right path, but there's a detour and you need to take this detour because there's something along that journey that you that's for you, mm -hmm. you know, and so taking the time to stop and 
and clear those windows and figure out those things that are hindering you from becoming um, or living in your full potential or reaching your full potential. I don't think we'll ever reach our full potential because I feel like the more you grow, the more you, you know, there's just more, there's always more, but um, you know what I mean? From being who you were created to be. Mm -hmm. So you have to take that time. You have to self-reflect. You have to, to get the skeletons out the closet. You have to, you know, clean up and vacuum, you know, Mm -hmm. the dust, the dust yep. out of your place um, every now and then to ensure that you're headed in the right direction, the direction that you, your, your soul or your body or your mind or whatever you want to call it is telling you that you should go in. Absolutely. Don't ignore that. Absolutely. And, and you know, and we, we've talked about this before and a lot that we are created in a certain, well, it's a reason, right? We all have a reason, but uh, we can't operate in a space that's not ours. Mm-hmm. So in order to do that, we have to remove unnecessary baggage, um, uh, unnecessary fears and anxieties. Sometimes those anxieties are from someone else, yeah. right? Someone else because of they're so fearful of mm-hmm. something else that you it you you, you pick that up. Yeah about that right so sometimes you have to pull on over and, and knock some things out you, you got to clean your car out too you dig you have to clean your car out so that you can put more uh, uh things that's needed in your car right think about your trunk hey what's in your trunk right on what's in your trunk what would you have in there do you have something in your trunk that you need yes <laughs> you know what i mean or do you just get Drunk in your trunk, right? On some people got some drunk in their trunk, and they don't even know what they're doing with it. Why they got it in there? You understand? Exactly. So you know, but ladies and gentlemen, we're talking about uh, 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 we're talking about personal development and the things that we can do to improve that. And one thing that I found interesting that I am still personally working on because it is so important, and sometimes we're not uh, cognizant how it come off. You ready for this, Camille? I'm ready. Check this out. What you think about this? Yes. Improve your body language. Yes. Mm. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, listen, I don't know about you. Okay. Hey, I, maybe I'm the only one right on. But uh, body language is so huge. Check this out. Your body language is nothing but nonverbal communication, right on, which includes the gestures and movements you project or the ones that you don't. Okay, so research has proven that uh, the correct body language can help you connect effectively with uh, others and convey your messages across more effectively. And it also conveys your assertiveness, confidence, and your perseverance. In fact, certain body postures can also help you improve your performance. You understand? So it's just maybe just sitting up a little bit more, right? Or when you communicate, you're talking with open arms, not like, yeah, you know, blah, blah, blah. You don't understand what you can be projecting and ways to improve yourself. Watch this. In order to improve yourself professionally, it starts personally first. You understand? So when you can exude But when you can embody the basics of your personal development, it goes in line with your professional development. So think about how you may be coming across. You understand? Think about how you may 
talk to people. And it's more than just your body language. It's the way, the way you, you know what I'm saying? Like, hey, why are you talking to me so crazy? You dig? Like, hey, do, do, do you, like, is it is it possible? Is it possible that I love what you, the words that you're saying, but just the, your body language and how you're saying it is all wrong? And is it possible that I can miss the whole intent yes. just because you're sounding crazy? You yes. say, oh, you can say one phrase, but it can be perceived so many different ways, regardless of your intent. Your whole body needs to uh, reflect what you mean. If you truly do care about someone, your words should be caring. Your body language should be caring. It shouldn't be so defensive and ugly. Look. There's some beautiful people out there that's just ugly. Look, folks don't want to be around them because they talk crazy. Yes, yes. And listen, have the biggest heart. The biggest heart, but the way they maneuver, like, I don't know. Like, what are you doing? You know what I'm saying? Don't nobody want to be around your ugly self. And it's not ugly face if your spirit ain't right. Yes. And, and when it's not right in here, your, your body moves that way. And people, you, Camille, I don't even have to open my mouth sometimes just to the, just the way I project myself just by sitting or standing you 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 pick up a vibe you see so vibes matter you know yes. and, and we can uh at that that can be projected through our body language what you thinking yeah we all know that you know body language is 70% of communication mm-hmm. you know and I I have conversations often you know and I'm like it's not what you say it's how you say it Mm-hmm. And it's also all of the other stuff behind it. You know, mm-hmm. you can tell me I, I love, but you'd be like, I love you. You know, and the other thing about body language is that you have to take criticism because we don't often see our, our faces. You know how you know people say, and I used to say it too, ooh, I hope my face is not showing what I'm thinking right now, you know, because our subconscious and our conscious mind play that, but our face reflects oftentimes what we're thinking was not said, which is why a lot of people were like, that's what you said, but I don't believe that's what you meant because everything else around them says something different. You can't convince me, you know, because that subconscious mind goes to work, baby. That thing, I don't care what you say out of your mouth, your actions, like you said, uh, Seth, should follow, you know? And then it's like, I, I say this phrase a lot, you know, when people say, I'm like, why are you looking so, I ain't looking so, and I'm like, well, here's the problem. You can't see what I see. You're looking out of yourself. I'm looking at you. And mm-hmm. I'm trying to tell you that this is what is going on. Be quiet and listen. You know, like sometimes I just would choke some people. Yeah, it's like, hard though. It's hard because you yes. want to let individuals know, but they can't see the big picture when no. they're still in the frame. You in did? Frame. Exactly. So- so if, if you're in a frame and you know me and you love me, you should be able to know the words that's coming out of my, my mouth is not to offend you. It's to actually help, help you. Dick. So, exactly. you know, how about you just hold on for a minute? I'm not telling you. Listen, who wakes up in the morning and say, you know what? <clears throat> I'm about to say something. I want to say something. Make them mad this morning. Watch me do it. No, nobody. Get out yourself. You ain't, you ain't that important. 
<laughs> Listen, you're not that important to everybody else. People love you. They want to see the best version of you. Yes. Nobody is trying to make you into something that you not. Maybe no. want you to be the best version of you. And that's the thing, you know, and it's like, I'm, I'm trying to help you communicate with me. I can't see past all of that stuff. Mm-hmm. You know, if you want to c- connect with me, because again, I can feel the energy around me. I'm looking at your body language. I'm looking at how your face is, you know, all scrunched up. And it's like, and I, you know, I call it out and I'm like, if you really don't want to do it, don't do it. Or if you wanted something, just say that. You know what I mean? Don't try to make appease me because you think that that's what I want. Yeah. I'm asking you how you feel. Tell me the truth, please, so that we can get to the bottom of it and move on. So we can you know? Yes, yes. Exactly. And look, Mary says, she says, some people are not ready to hear it, though. Uh, so <laughs> sometimes we have to learn to walk away from it. Yes. And look, y'all, this is a good acronym out there called Q-TIP. Listen, quit taking it personal. Yes. You understand? Quit taking it personal. Look, sometimes you are not the um, the words that you say to mm-hmm. someone else to help them out may not resonate with them right. So realize when you're not there, that they're not your mission. You understand? Yes. Look, realize when you're in your wheels and going nowhere. You understand? So just, just know that, hey, mm-hmm. some folks won't dig what you say and it's okay, mm-hmm. but Make sure that if you want someone to pick up what you're putting down, you're saying what you're, you're being kind, you said lovingly, and you're setting it and you're forgetting it. You don't want a a you don't want a situation to become a a debate yes. on personalities. You don't want that. You see, like it, just throw it out there. Look, if they pick it up, they do. If they don't, go on about your business because they ain't ready for you. It's okay, you know. <laughs> And, and, you know, for me, it's like I, I say a lot of times when people are communicating with me in a way that, I, you know, it's hard for me to receive. I'm very um, open or I'm very, um, what's the word? I tell them, you know, especially if it's something that you, somebody you want to uh, have a conversation with, a relationship, a work relationship, whatever it is. So I always say, you know, like I'm trying to teach you how to communicate with me because What's coming across to me, you know, they always talk about it's not the message, it's the messenger or it's the perceiver, you know, it's how the, the perceiver receives it. Right. And so it's like, I can't receive all of that stuff, you know, like you can just talk to me, you know what I'm saying? And so on the flip side, I also have to um, realize that when people tell me certain things that, you know, I have to take that step back and go, okay, if this message is important enough, then I need to kind of change my approach to this person. I don't talk to everybody the same way. There are some people I could joke with, clown with, talk about all kinds of stuff, and they don't get offended. Mm-hmm. There's other people that I have to go, okay, you know, um, let me try to figure out a different approach to right, this. Because not everybody, look, not everybody can dig your jokes. Not everybody exactly. can dig funny. You do. Yeah. I am funny, Seth. I'm funny. <laughs> but you know what I'm saying? But it's people like that that really do feel like, well, Something's wrong with them because they don't think I'm funny. Cause everybody I know thinks right. I'm funny. Probably they don't think you're funny either. But they, they laughing at you, right? And or they just get you and they leave it alone. But look, exactly. check out. look what Mark said, and this is a good point. And I want to touch on Internet. this thing. So it says, do you think people use body language because words will be more dangerous? I believe that can be the case, but it's our responsibility. 
to understand the power of words and how to find the right words to connect with people, right? Because if your non-verbals and your body language serves so much, right, and weighs so much in communication, the first thing that come out of your mouth needs to equate what you show or don't show. You get what I'm saying? So I believe that is the case, but we going back to being proactive, we need to be proactive, defining the right words. And to Camille's point, the right words for the right people, because mm-hmm. not everybody's going to dig your message. What Look, the way that I'm articulating, improving your body language may work for the individuals that's watching right now, but some of you might not be able to dig it. That's okay. We understand. It's all right. But the, the goal is to try and, and to let the pieces fall where they lay. What you think, Camille? Absolutely. Um, I think that people do that. You know, instead of saying, I don't want to be here anymore, then they'll rather shut you out and close themselves in. You know what I mean? Uh, because they'd be like, well, I never said that. You know, mm-hmm. it's, it's this controlled thing. You know, be like, well, you don't want to be here. I never said that. Those words never came out of my mouth. Yeah, but everything about you told you, you told me that, you know? And so I, I do, in a, in a sense, believe that that's, um, that could, that's a thing for a lot of people. You know, some people would rather just walk away than to say, you know what? I've had enough. Just stop. You know, <laughs> me, I'm a communicator. So I'm like trying to figure it out first. And then at some point when people don't want to get, you know, or that passive aggressive, I can't stand passive aggressive people. Yes. But that passive aggressiveness, just tell me how you feel. You know, right. if I'm sitting here and not open, there's open dialogue. Don't act like it's something else. and be like, no. And then you slip something. Just tell me, you know, so that we can get to the root and we don't have to play this stupid song and dance all the time. Just tell me, you know, but I do think that people use that. And to Mary's point, you know, you can't take advice from everything. But we talked about it, I think, a couple of weeks ago that usually when people are saying something now, there's some people that just, you know, they want to sabotage you and everything that you do is going to be bad. But at the same time, sometimes when people say something to us, we don't have to take it and completely run with it, but we do need to reflect on that thing and say, is there some truth to it? Is there something I could possibly tweak? Even though, like she said, it's not aligned with my values, but is there something to the message that they're trying to give me that I can use within my value system to help me be a better communicator or to be, you know, to to get along or to to brook? progress in wherever I am. Mm-hmm. You don't want that to stifle you. So I really have been working on um, communication and being able to connect. And I really also try very hard when I see something or see somebody, you know, even when people I'm walking, you know, I used to say that I'd be walking down the street. If you ask somebody how they're doing, you need to have the time to stop because there's some people that go, you know, hey, how you doing? They keep walking. They'd be like, oh, I'm fine. And then I, I will turn around. I'm like, mm, something about that. I'm fine. And your body language tells me that you're not. Do you want to talk? You wouldn't believe how many people would stop. They were like, well, nobody ever really. And I always responded. Somebody said, hey, how are you doing? I said, I'm fine. How are you? And I stop and listen for that. You know, and they'll be like, oh, I didn't. You know, normally people just keep going. No. And I felt something. And I've had so many people come to my office and sit down with me for hours just because I took the time. To I looked at that body language, mm-hmm. even though I heard the words that were coming out of the, their mouth, it was in conflict. Right. It was in contrast. And I said, uh, do you want to talk? Right. And, and, and so many about, people come. Yeah. And that, that helps. That helps with just use empathy. 
You know, I mean, just just using your empathy, and and it's times when I uh, mean, I've heard people say that you know you just got a gift, and people like talking to you. Well, part of that is I don't judge. I don't. I, I listen to people. I don't care. Look, I don't care what your life is. Meaning, I'm not judging you. I don't care. Listen, I don't care what problems you have going on. I care about if you're even giving me two seconds to explain it to me. It means something to you. So then. I must mean something to you if you want to tell me about it. So I don't utilize that time and space to analyze why you're telling me. You dig what I'm saying? I'm looking at the bigger picture. You say it like to your point, if I say, hey, what's going on? In passive, oh man, nothing much. Yo, you good? Exactly. Look, when me saying you good, I'm like, hey, is there anything I can do? And this and this is another thing too. We have to make sure we analyze our time, right? Yes. Hey, you good? Is there something I can do in these next two minutes? Because I stay moving. You dig? <laughs> something I can do in these next two minutes. Ah, oh, man, I just need this. I'm trying to get in contact with so-and-so and name, you know, answering. Boom. Cool. I got this dude number. Bye, bye, bye. I'm about to text you. Boom. Handle it. And I'm out. You see? Yes. But that's how I move and that's how I operate. <laughs> I don't overanalyze people from a distance before they come to me and then I may block Mm-hmm. I block a blessing that I could be to someone else. Mm-hmm. Ding, ding, ding. I could block a blessing that I could be to someone else because I am I'm giving off the vibes that uh, I'm a be nasty nice. I'm right. like, how you doing? But I really don't care. You did what I'm saying? <laughs> you can tell I don't care because you sit on my face. You understand? So it's so important. It is so important for uh, for us to to be the the light in the world that we're meant to be. So individuals can see us. Do you do, do you get what I'm trying to say? Do you get what I'm saying? It's important for us to be that light. You're not here for no 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 reason. You did you didn't just come here just to exist and eat food and die. You understand what I'm saying? You're yeah. here to be uh, a blessing to individuals. But um, there's another thing, too, that uh, we can talk about real quick, uh, family, is h- how to develop our personal development is mm-hmm. to stop procrastinating. Yes. Because, um, again, who told you that you were supposed to wake up on today? You dig what I'm saying? Who said that? Nobody, right? So, but what does that mean <clears throat> as far as stop procrastinating? Look, you need to understand that procrastination is not a character trait, but it's a what? Habit. Ding, 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 ding. Because it's, look at here. Look, look, watch this, y'all. It starts like this. It is. Yes. It is. You know what I'm saying? Look. You wasn't born with a procrastination bone. You understand what I'm saying? Listen, you 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 created it yourself. Yes. You doggone well. You had something to do last week, and it was supposed to be due today. And now y'all know how it is going online doing school, right? You wait. You knew you were supposed to do that homework, and you knew it was gonna be due on Sunday at eleven fifty nine. Why are you starting at eleven fifty? You see what I'm saying? <laughs> Hey, I ain't calling nobody out. I, I, I'm the bone, ding, ding. So listen, check it out. 
Look, it's 100% possible for you to unlearn procrastination just as it was a uh, a way for you to learn it, right? So you, we have to strive to utilize time, right? Time is the most effective matter and avoid and avoid procrastination by all means. Yes. Me. Yes, I, I was guilty of that, you know, that 11. I knew that I can write, I can write between a five and 10 page uh, paper in about two and a half hours. Mm -hmm. And so I will wait until about two and a half hours <laughs> before that, before that deadline. But I stopped kind of doing that, you know, because it's not, your, it's not your best work. You know, right. people say I, I work well under pressure. Yeah. Because you know, you got, there's, there's repercussions for not doing that, but it's still not your best work. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? When you take the time to really research and learn and think about procrastination is you do it for the moment. You know, there was no no learning process. You didn't pick up nothing. When you're doing the right research, there's so much you learn in the process. You know yeah. what I mean? You take the time. Sometimes, I, you know, in writing stuff, you got to step away from it. And yeah. you got to look back and you'd be like, oh, that doesn't make sense. You mm -hmm. know what I mean? Let me go back and tweak this a little bit or something. But when you procrastinate and you wait to the last minute, you know, those little things, especially when you're in school, you know, those little things can be dings off of, you know, where you could have had a 99. Now you got a, a 79. You know what I mean? Barely passing the class. Mm -hmm. But um, absolutely. And that comes along with planning. And here's the thing about all of this, tying it in. It's intentional. Like we say, um, you have to to intentionally seek out ways to break those habits. Mm -hmm. You have to intentionally seek out ways to plan your life. Um, I was in a planning course this morning. Well, we were talking about planning. Um, I think I said that earlier, but anyway, um, and it was those trying to find the things that can help you. And it's a reflection. There's a time where I had to put my calendar, every single thing I did from the day, mm -hmm. including when I ate, how long it took me to eat all that. So that I can go back and reflect on where I wasted time, where I could have did something else, where I needed more time to finish certain projects or whatever. And so I did that for a while. Mm -hmm. And then I also had to plan in, um, time for me so that I, you need a break, you know, you got to eat, you got to shower, you got to go to bed, you have to do that and you have to plan for that or else you won't get it. Right. And so, you know, that part is, it's intentional, it's purposeful yes. and it is, it comes with developing yourself. Yes. Looking at ways that you can do that, getting around people who you're like, you're so organized, you know, how do you keep your schedule so organized? Well, that's part of personal development. You don't have to go and take a class, but you can also look at people who are doing what you want to do or need to do and you can learn from them, you know, right. but it is an intentional going out and seeking, you know, additional information that's going to help you to grow. Right. And so uh, you can't just, but I was a procrastinator. Boy, I'm like, I got 50 things going on. You know, I'm in the Air Force. I'm running this. I got 100 troops that got a thousand, you know, problems. Mm -hmm. I got my kids at home. I still come home after a long day and I cook and I clean and make sure their homework and stuff is done, get them ready. And then I'm in school and I'm burning midnight oil. And then I got to get back up at five o'clock in the morning because my kids got to get, you know, ready and everything like that. So I had to, I had to, you know, prioritize uh, what was important. And so that I can have that time to uh, do those things that required more time and attention. Mm -hmm. And um, I would even go into work an hour early and shut my door. Nobody can go there so that I can get the most important things off of my list. You know, the Pareto principle, principle the 28 year 80, 20 right. rule. If you mm -hmm. get the first two things off of the top 10, you have completed 80% of your to-do list. Mm -hmm. If you do the bottom eight, 
you only do 20 percent. So right. I would take that time before I went into the job when I knew that everybody was going to be taxing on my time and energy. And I will focus on the most important things that I had to get done for that day. And then after that, everything, I'm like, look, everything else, if I, yeah. it don't really matter. Yeah, if you so, get it, you get it. And if you yeah. don't, don't. I think you're right. And I think it's important too, family, to understand that we already know what needs to be done. Mm -hmm. Listen, we've known years ago. <laughs> Look, we've known years ago as far as the things that we wanted to do and how we want our life to be, all right? Majority of the things or the, the, the results of our life is not by happenstance. It's because you allowed it to happen. You see, if that makes sense, sometimes it's not causing things to happen. It's the... The, it's the lack of yeah. It's a lack of yourself actually creating things to happen, and by waiting, 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 and then something else manifests from your lack of action. You see, so procrastination can can connect in so many different ways. Not just your mental health, your physical health, right? Let's keep it real. There are some New Year's resolutions that's that's overdue. You dig? Hey, we're in uh, 100th day, April 10th of 2021. There's some things that could have been done physically with you and to you in the matter of maybe six weeks from January at the first. You dig? So there are some things that just was not done. So what happened was something else may have occurred. So we may not have grown taller, if that makes sense, but we have grown different ways. Now, who thought is that? You understand? That means there was a lack of action. action. Yes. Because look, you knew what you had to do, but you kept procrastinating. How does this sound? All right. It's Saturday morning. All right, look, I'm tired of this. When I'm going down the stairs, I'm feeling this light jiggle. What I'm going to do is on Sunday, I'm a meal plan. We get everything together for the week and we go get it on. That's Saturday. So you already have in your mind, Saturday is a wash, right on? You wake up Sunday. You know what's good on Sunday? <sighs> everything. So let me just eat a little bit of everything. And then so we're going to do everything that we need to do on Monday, right? First day of the week, let's get it fresh. So do you know you just waited and wasted yes. 48 hours in not even planning to uh, improve your health? You plan to decline your health. You planned to decline it because you created space to procrastinate and to do something that you can do today, but tomorrow. And it doesn't, it's not tomorrow it's just later but that later like we were talking about earlier that's the habit yes is that your goal line is being pushed mm -hmm. further and further so if you have a goal of being down 15 pounds in six weeks i don't even know if that's possible but whatever if you had a goal of doing that in six weeks but you keep moving the the time when you're going to start 
that six weeks is going to be six weeks away every day. If that makes sense. What you think? Absolutely. A lack of plan is a plan. (laughs) It's a plan to fail. Mm -hmm. Right. We hear that all the time. But even for me, you know, I can't exercise. I was on a walking journey. So I used to walk every day between, you know, probably three and a half to 13 miles a day. Mm -hmm. And I would do that six, seven days a week. Mm-hmm. And um, I, I enjoyed it, but I didn't want to do that whole, you know, new year, new me, all that stuff. It lasts for two days and then you're back to normal. So I just, it became a a part of my journey. I even had a, Mark on here, you know, called him up at the last minute, literally the day before I was doing a 15K and said, hey, can you come with me? You know, and he was like, I've never done this. And I'm like, oh, it'll be great, you know, <laughs> you know, pulling people in with me. And mm-hmm. so, um, but I wanted to do that. But here with my surgery, I know I can't do physical activity. Mm -hmm. So I had to plan something else. I had Mm -hmm. to, um, I say it's my pushback diet. Okay. Mm -hmm. I can't do any physical activity. I can't go on my walks. I can't lift anything over a couple pounds. I can't, you know, turn and bend and twist and all this kind of stuff. So I do the pushback and I eat its portion control. You know, mm-hmm. and everybody's like, oh, you lost a lot of weight. There was a time when I couldn't eat and it was soft foods, but I've been on regular, you know, meals or whatever. Um, but I don't have to eat past when my stomach is full. And if I don't want to eat it, I don't eat it. You know, if I'm done, I'm just done no matter how much is on my plate. And I, I had to reverse that old school mentality that you have to eat everything on your plate. Right. Mm -hmm. And so I said, well, if this is what I want, where I want to be, then I have to figure out different ways to do that because the traditional way is not working for me right now. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I get a, I like cake. So I might get a little slice (laughs) of cake this big from Walmart, you know, but this cake this big will take me three days to eat. Right. Because that's a little piece. Yeah. Well, I mean, you know, like right. but it takes me three days because I, I know that I'm like, I can cut this off in thirds. And when I get to the third, I put it away and it's discipline, mm-hmm. you know, with procrastination. That's what it is. a lack of discipline, mm-hmm. you know, discipline to, to make that plan to say I need these these hours every single day if I want to produce this product or this quality, whatever it is, mm-hmm. or I want to reach this goal. I have to walk three three miles a day at least, but not just walk. I have to change my diet as well. I can't eat a 4,000 calorie diet and walk a mile and think I'm going to lose weight. <laughs> it just doesn't work like that. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? So there's a discipline piece that goes along with getting rid of or overcoming habits, bad habits, and procrastination. Mm-hmm. And so you have to figure out the the uh, style that works for you or the alternative that works for you. And it really is a mind thing. It is, your mind is so powerful, y'all. I mean, it it, it runs everything that we do, you know? Um, not just the brain itself, but the mind is different than the brain. Yeah. And so we have control over a lot of the things that we do, but we keep telling ourselves that we don't. Oh, the, this is just how I am. Oh, I work under pressure. Oh, I can multitask. We keep telling each other, ourselves these lies, you know, and expecting a, a good result. And that's not what happens, you know? And then we get defensive, you know, <laughs> when people tell us that we're not as good as we thought we were. See? You know, because we have adopted and have not went on this journey to say, okay, these are the areas that I procrastinate. Why do I procrastinate? Mm-hmm. Because one is a fear of failure or, you know, the other thing is that I just have not made it a pr- priority in my life, you know, or um, 
I don't want people to judge me for this. So I'm just going to be like, and I hear this a lot. Oh, it, psh, you know, I know it wasn't going to be quality because, you know, I just put it together at the last minute. See? Your name and your reputation and your credibility is attached to that. <laughs> and that's what people forget. They fail, to, they fail to realize that. They will put so much on themselves that have nothing to do with the quality of work that they can produce. But to your point, since they are so afraid of succeeding and failure, there's an, I did not realize this until sitting back listening to individuals. People are afraid of succeeding because when they hit that 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 level they're afraid of continuing that and falling from it you see that was me that was you see mm -hmm. it, it, it took me a while to understand that but my thought process is if i even reached half of that and i fail that means i can do it again whenever you get what i'm <laughs> So it's it, the it, constant pressure to produce it, and to, to to have to maintain. Like you know, when people expect a certain thing from you, there's a certain level of success. Mm -hmm. You know, you can't have a bad day because people are judging you. Just like you know, basketball players or whatever they get, they were like, "Oh, when it got taken from me, I was so depressed because I didn't." Because there's this this expectation that you're going to be at a certain level forever. Mm -hmm. And then, like they say, um, there's a um, a thing. It says the Nobel Peace Prize winners. Mm -hmm. Usually, when people um win the Nobel Peace Prize or whatever kind of these big awards, only 7%, I think, go on to do anything significant after that moment. See? Only 7%. Mm -hmm. And it, it really is that, you know, this is the pinnacle of what I was. But I love when John Maxwell says, if you still talking about what you did five years ago and that was the biggest thing that happened in your life, like yeah. something's wrong with that. Well, think you about it. always yeah. be trying to do exactly. something. And so yeah. I had to switch that, that, you know, I do define my success, but mm -hmm. I'm not going to be afraid of success because it's a growth journey. I don't want that thing I did five years ago to be the thing I'm talking about when I'm 80, telling my kids about, That's you know, right. I, I have to continue to um, stretch myself and challenge myself. Yes. And so I was though, extremely afraid of the, what if, what if it, what if it actually works? Right. We, we deal with failure a lot. And so we know what that feels like, kind of, you know, and there's some acceptable failure that we have. We like, I don't care if I fail. It's just like, whatever. Right. But what if it actually, the thing that you want in your life, what if it actually happens? See? Then what? We haven't experienced that level of success. So it's scary. What right. would I do with that? How would that look? People are going to look at me differently. I'm going to be expected to be this person. But being transparent and being authentic um, will kind of take away. Because I'm like, somebody says something, oh, you think you this and this guru or whatever. I'm not a guru, but thank you. That's a compliment because maybe you think I am. But I'm transparent about my, my, my issues and the things that I've gone through and the lessons that I've learned. So when I get there, it's just who I am. And yeah. I'm continually learning and growing, but all of that stuff doesn't, you know, it's a process. It it's life. It I'm, I'm learning on the, on the fly, you know we what I mean? To. But we again, yeah. So I just say th this is going to be life for me. So right. I might as well keep going up. You know, yeah. I don't want to yeah. stay where I'm at. You have to. And, but ladies and gentlemen, it, it's everything that we're talking about right now, as far as our, our personal developments, it is a daily, daily, daily 
habit that we have to incorporate, but you also have to know yourself. So just a real quick uh, recap, what we talked about is improving your body language. You know what you look like. And if individuals are telling you the same thing over and over again, look at the common denominator right on. So that's number one. The other one is make sure that you get along with yourself and celebrate the things that you are good at and understanding your limitations, right? We really, really talked about that, how important that is. And to be proactive and what it means to be proactive and not uh, allowing others to determine your fate and take ownership of the uh, responsibilities by the results that you get, regardless of if it's what you want it or not. Be Take responsibility for it. Say, hey, yo, I own this and I own that. And another thing we talked about is letting go of the past. Listen, whatever happened in the past, two things should have happened. You either learn from it or you learn from it. Nothing is in between. Other than that, things just don't happen just to happen. Like that. again, we just talked about the uh, procrastination and what not to do, right? Mm-hmm. Stop saying the things that you want, who you are, if you're not doing the things to get or to be. Because other than that, you're running off at the jibs. And I've said this before, you lose zero calories running your damn mouth. Exactly. Get on up and get something and hold yourself accountable. If you're telling Seth, man, or brother, or dad, or uncle, the reason why I didn't do this, or the reason why I don't have this is because of somebody else. Understand, my Mm -hmm. body language isn't going to say it. My uh, my facial expressions aren't going to say it, but up in here, I'm saying, you fool, you go sit here and tell me what everybody else did to create your reality, and you have not said what, what you, you did. Have. You get what I'm saying? So I'm gonna sit down and listen right on. I'm like, you lied. What? No, they didn't. You know they wrong for that. But I'm saying to myself, well, you know this, they ain't there yet. You yeah, get it, it looks, if I used to tell when people, you know, she was coming here with so and so, I said, uh-uh, don't tell me about them. Tell me about what you did. I'll, I'll deal with them. I'll have that conversation. I don't want to hear about nobody else. You tell me what you did in this situation. I'll put two and two together. If there's anything else I need from you, I'll come. And they'd be like, I said, it's called PR, personal yeah. responsibility. Personal responsibility. What did you do? Even the choice to go when you had that inclination that something was going to be wrong. That was your choice. And this yeah. is the consequence of that, good or yeah. bad, you know? And so I, I always throw that back and I'm like, no, I don't want to hear, I don't want to hear about nothing else, nobody hey. else. Because with me, and, and let me say this, I know that there are going to be roadblocks to opportunities. Mm-hmm. You know, that's that's given. People are going to try to sabotage. People are going to talk about you. People are going to, you know, do things and intentionally to intentionally impede your progress. Yes. The thing about it is, do you let them or do you show them what you can actually do? Because I'd be like, look, I can show you better than I can tell you. Just because you didn't give me the opportunity doesn't mean the opportunity is no longer there. I just have to find a different way, even if I have to do it for myself. Uh Every time I feel like I'm backed in a corner, somebody tells me, and I'm like, oh, and that's why I can show you better. I can tell you. I'm like, I will bust a hole in the wall if there's no door. Right. And I would create an opportunity mm-hmm. for myself to do something else. And I, I think it was a few years ago. I think it was Richard Branson who said, you know, like when we have these things like to Bobby, um, say yes before you have the chance to say no. Say yes and then figure out what you need to do to get there. <laughs> you know what I mean? And so as Bobby's in his new position, 
you know, you know what the job entails, find a person who's in a position who's doing what you're doing and ask them what you need to know. You know, don't flounder, don't try to, you know, whatever. And then also communicate to your, if it's something that's outside of what you've done, communicate to your leadership. I have the potential, but it's a learning curve. I have to figure out, you know, these things. And if you guys have something that's going to help me out, maybe a continuity binder, maybe, a, you know, contact or something, may that's I please cool. have that? You know what that takes, though? That takes a level of um, of um, humility. It does. Have to, that also is a, per, a, a personal development. We have it to is. learn humility to say, hey, I believe, mm -hmm. I know I can be great in this position. However, coming out the womb, I don't know what I'm doing. Being right. I'm myself, you feel me? So yes. I need to give off the, 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 the aura that, hey, I am here to do whatever, lead, serve, learn, and make whatever situation I'm in better than it was when I got here. That is it. If any of those things are not in line, then I am working in what we call ego. Ego. Feel me? Get out your ego draws. You yep. get so much more accomplished with humility. When I would have to go into another section that I don't work in, because I, you know, I'm one of those that in my career, I worked out of my career field for many years and it's totally different. I don't have time to learn all of that. That's right. So when I went in there, you know, I had to say, hey, guys, I am not the expert. I know the management of it, you know, the supervisory portion of it, but I don't know these systems. I know people. When I go to the meetings, I need for you guys to help me to know what I need to know to answer these questions. That's right. Y'all are the experts. And they'd be like, oh, sure. Come on. Let me show you. And they would show me everything. That's it. And they would just pour and they'd be like, oh, hey, we, we did this new thing. We want to show you. And I'm like, thank you so much. And so it took a lot of the, the difficulty out of it by expressing humility. I'm not coming in here like I know everything. And I'm just, no, you guys are the experts. I'm I'm the expert in the management portion, but you guys are the expert. You make this go round. Yeah. And I need your help. Yeah. More than y'all yeah. need my help, really. That's the deal. And a lot of times, too, if you tell, if you let individuals know what you don't know and you ask them to show you what they know, a lot of times people are happy. And they'll give you more. Give you all types of stuff. And then let you, let themselves be a, a continuity for you later on, you get what I mean? So, but we have to put that, um, we have to create that space yes. that individuals want to give us things. Yes. But we have to do that, practice that every day. So, and it's learned. You yeah, have to see yeah. that. I, I wasn't always like that, you know, no, well, maybe no. it had some in me because I never was really egotistical, mm -hmm. but um, it was through, you know, learning about leadership and how people operate, you know, the psychology of humans, <laughs> you know, I was going to say positive psychology, all these different types I've, I've been kind of dabbling in, but it was because I was on a constant growth journey and that's what helped me to be better at mm -hmm. my job and dealing with people and dealing with my children, you know, my family, even though sometimes it don't always work, but, you know, I have skills and, and I, and I utilize them and I practice often. Often, mm -hmm. you know, mm -hmm. and I when I feel myself and I'm like, oh, maybe that wasn't, you know, or somebody says something, I'm like, you know, what? <laughs> you're right. I was a little off today. Mm -hmm. My bad. I apologize. You know, how can I make it better? Mm -hmm. You know, that was just not my intention, but it came off wrong, you know. Right. And so I, but that is learned. Mm -hmm. I consistently 
learn from people. I'm always trying to learn how to be a better me. I'm right. trying to learn how to hone my skills. I'm trying to learn how to deal with people. I don't always get it right. I don't always pass every test. Right. But I try and I don't stop at mm -hmm. a failure anymore. Right. Anymore. Right. Because I because I've become self-aware and I know where I want to be. And I know that there are some things that mentally may hinder me or even physically. And then I try to learn uh different ways to to overcome that stuff. So okay. it's a constant right. development for mm -hmm. me. That's right. Yeah. yeah. God's redirection. I like that. <laughs> mm -hmm. But anyway, you know, and then with personal development, I just want to say this too. It builds confidence. Mm -hmm. You know, um, it builds confidence because you've gone through uh, lessons and learning and been tested, not just on paper, but in life. Mm -hmm. And if you've been successful in those things, there builds a comp. It's not an arrogance. It's a confidence that when you say something that you have, you know, the research, the the experience, the knowledge to back it up, you know, and that allows you sometimes to walk into a place with it confidently to live life. And guess what? Confident people get paid more statistically. If you're confident, even people who don't know what they're doing, if they have this air of confidence, people assume that they know. That's right. And they get promoted because they do exude that confidence mm -hmm. where mm -hmm. people who are not self-assured, who always need validation, who are always questioning, they're like, you're not ready for this. You're not ready for this. You know, we can't send you in there as a representative of us. We need someone who is bold and confident and who knows what they can. And then those people, they figure out the right people that needs to be around them to tell them what they need to know. And then they go in there like they've been knowing it all the time. Absolutely. You know? But it's, you get to this confidence and it it really changes things in your life, in your work center, with your families. And, your, and again, not to be confused with arrogance. That's right. You know, so uh, self-development, personal development, it builds confidence. And that that will literally, confident people lead, lead happier lives too, mm -hmm. <laughs> you know, because they're, they're getting a lot of things. They're exposed. They have opportunities because people want confident people in, in positions of leadership. You know, so uh, keep that in mind as you're going through this process that um, there are so many benefits to personal development. And for me, it has been and I'm going to tell you all this this personal development um, journey that I have been on has completely changed the trajectory of my life. That's right. What I thought I was going to be doing when I retired is not what I'm doing right now. You know, a few years ago, I, I said I was going to go out and I was going to get me a GS job and I was going to do my job or, you know, contracting a job or whatever in the same field that I, I've been in for all these years. And then when I started to do some personal development, I started to figure out who I was. And I'm like, oh, this feels really good. This is like I'm getting results, you know, doing these things. This is the thing that people say, wow, about you or whatever. And I kept developing that. And I just said, you know what? I'm throwing the old plan in the trash, <laughs> you know? Yeah, yeah. I don't want no parts of that. You're this is what right. I feel like I'm here to do. Mm -hmm. And so, um, and, and then I come on here, you know, there's research that goes into it. You know, there's things that I've learned in other, and it's just not a one thing. I, like I said, I'm constantly developing myself and I'm in several little programs and things where I can constantly get, but the more I get, I can put them together. And then, you know, we can get on here and confidently speak about the things that we do to keep people 
you know, their sanity in check, you know, to help them because we're learning and we're utilizing these tools ourselves and we know they work. And so we want to share with you all that, hey, you know, there is a process to this, that it it is a journey. It doesn't happen overnight. There's some things that can, but, um, and we're just trying to help walk you guys through that. And we can do that confidently. Yes. Because we we've had the the preparation, the experience, the mm-hmm. the knowledge to back it up. So right, absolutely. And so, ladies and gentlemen, we do want to we want to thank you though for being here and to and for sharing um, your your time, you know, with us and how important it is for self development. And for those of you that don't know, I recently ran for the uh, Ottoman position in the uh, Belleville, uh, Illinois area. Unfortunately, I did not win. However. Taking personal responsibility, not responsibility, but uh, personal development serious, I was able to get different opportunities as I was running for that. So it wasn't a, a, a loss, if you will, but it was actually a gain because I was able to see the fruits of the labors of being a uh, an, an individual that keeps moving and improving ourselves. So I challenge you all, do what you need to do to improve yourself because you know what you need in life and you know what your life needs. Do the things that you need. So, but with that being said, ladies and gentlemen and family, make sure if you haven't done so already, make sure that you please, 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 please go to the Lions Pride Network and make sure you download the app, all right? Download the app on Roku and Amazon Fire. It is extremely, extremely dope. We got some good content and we have some new content that will be up there pretty soon. And we're gonna talk more about that um, tomorrow because we have a guest on the show on the Lion's Den, Miss Crystal. Crystal. Yes, and she's gonna talk about uh, little things about the lioness lair and- other things so it's going to be real dope also make sure that you go to the lion's pride well the lion's pride two one right and also to to check out our uh website you go to the website you can see all of the content and 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 hear all of the content audibly and you can give us a review and that is is also a, a great thing but don't forget too we're doing this incentive for the village okay the village is a nonprofit organization in st louis that helps young men in mentoring and what we're doing is giving them board games while they're still at home they're not not all of them are in school at this time so their families are are there and they get bored right so not everybody know how to play call of duty you understand what i'm saying i don't everybody know how to play uh what is it the, the roblox or whatever with the big head little people i don't know what it is right my daughter she plays that mess but not everybody know how to play that but they can learn some monopoly you understand they can learn what real estate is and have fun with the fake money make sure they don't steal but what we're doing is we're we have this incentive so that we can give these young men games and 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 they can connect with each other virtually or even within their family. So we do appreciate you all. We do appreciate you all. And make sure that you connect with us and each other in the Sanity Check. You got final word, Camille? 
Yes, I just want to say this. I know we got a couple minutes, but um, as you were talking about those games and stuff, you know, I, I know COVID has has locked a lot of people in. A lot of people are bored, and you know, there's this kind of uh, I'm tired of this a lull. But even my daughter, I, I got a, a card game, and it's called Our Moments. But we have several different ones. Um, two thousand questions about you, three thousand questions about uh, me, or whatever. And we take those those little cards, and we talk to each other. And that's the time where we bond and personal development is about um, sharing your perspective and getting feedback as well. And so we take time to answer these questions and we talk about it. What do certain things mean to us and how does that fit together as a family, you know, with my daughter uh, in school and all that kind of stuff. So even those types of things um, can be a very fun. I even played with my mom. She came with us the other day. I mean, played with us the other day, but um, you learn so much about yourself and your family. So I would say, you know, I know we're doing this for the Lions, um, for the village, um, through the Lions cast, but uh, do for your family as well. You know, mm-hmm. I got, I said, I got a whole closet right next to me full of games. Some of them never open. I wish I could just send them on because, mm-hmm. you know, my kids are getting up and out, you know, but um, yes, please, please, please donate to the village because it's so very important to keep our kids occupied keep them out of the streets, you know, keep their minds engaged because those types of games really open up and and create a space for creativity. Yes. And we want our children to be creative and innovative in good ways. Um, How can they change the world? So please, if you have not donated, please go in and donate to the village, um, you know, so that we can help our people. Mm-hmm. And and yes, and, and listen, y'all, these kids need to understand how not to renege. I'm taking <laughs> here, these look, listen, you, you don't understand. Count your books, you understand? And if it if you if you don't got it, don't say you got it. Put yourself in order, right on. You got your clubs, you got your diamonds, you got mm-hmm. your hearts, right on, and you put your spades over there. You put all your spades over there. Right? I'm, I'm with you on that. You know, I, I grew up old school because, you know, I, look, we can go to the toe one day, you sat on some spades, okay? I'm the queen. Bless you in the job. I don't think so. Mm-hmm. You say, you know, oh, oh, I ain't got no spade or oh, I don't have no clubs. And then all of a sudden, you put out a, a two and, oh, I thought that was spade. I don't care what you thought. Give me them books. You understand? Man, look, I learned from my grandmother back in the day. Oh, she no had no mercy. No. She didn't care. She no. was whooping up on it. She said, well, how do you think you're going to learn how to play with other folks? She did not. It was not. And so we're very like that in our family. And we're very competitive when it comes to spades. But I don't do a lot of talking because I don't have to. Because you know what? My cards make magic, baby. Listen, let me make tell you magic. Something. I'll take the big joker and understand the big joker got the big letters. Look here, I'll lick the back of it and put it right here. Now it'd be looking Look, all game. I'll do that with a number and take your book. Oh, okay. Man. Look, ask them people that was deployed with me. Ask they'd be like, how do you now say this is I will take pictures of my hand? This is my hand, and this is what I whipped y'all with. They be like, dang, hated to see us coming. Hey, me and my girl Felicia. <laughs> Bring a Boston real quick to you ain't never been. Yet stuck. Don't play with me. Don't play with me. <laughs> hey, look, we're gonna we love y'all. Yes. Thank y'all for, for being in and tuning in. And uh, hey, if y'all want that spades fired, get ready. All right. Hey, listen. Hey, get your vaccine, cover your face, and bring it. Cause I got the smoke. You did? Yes. Uh, so look, we, we'll see y'all next week, okay? And y'all take it easy and be sane. Talk Thank to y'all you. Soon. Bye.